0: just enough chill in the air some dust and some diesel exhaust but i love it because it means it's harvest time the bins are all cleaned out or at least they should be the service techs are all highly caffeinated and it's time to get to it and we're coming along for the ride welcome to the harvest trail podcast where we're going to meet up with the heroes of the harvest and tell their stories in hopes that when we're done we're all a little smarter and now to the show All right, welcome back to the Harvest Trail Podcast. This is an absolute first. Actually, it's a first in two respects. Number one, we are doing a road show literally, lit- literally from the road while driving down the road, aren't we, Lane? You bet. I'm with Lane Robinson from Robinson Implement. Second, this is the first time we've done this show Stinking of pig crap. I feel pretty honored. To be it to be in that situation. I don't know if honored would be the right word. Rich when we were coming, Rich said, uh that's a unique smell, isn't it? I thought I thought Lynn was kidding when he said we may not be accepted at the next farm, but he really wasn't. Yep. We debated like striking up a cigar in the in the rental car while driving and decided and he said well no because that'll get us the excessive cleaning fee and he said you think we're avoiding that anyway (laughs) so we are cruising down the roads just outside of harlan iowa uh harvest seems to be wrapping up wouldn't you say
1: yeah we're getting darn close here the the end is definitely in sight here and everyone's excited
0: about that (laughs) you know this is really some of the most beautiful beautiful country to come out in for people who are not familiar with this area it is rolling hills it is trees it is manure ponds it's actually it's stunning <laughs> i uh, the terraces here have always impressed me um just because I- i'm assuming there's no other way to farm it than to do it that way or you're going to wash out your uh, wash out your soil yep huh?
1: that's exactly right
0: so your farmers this year lane have had a have had a pretty good go of it prices are good the fundamentals are good tell me about uh, tell me about the year
1: you get over, get a little little further south there, and and I've heard a few guys saying it too. Their yields went down; they missed some of the rains, you know, that we needed there. A little south, more towards Nebraska, and then kind of the same for north and more towards like Sioux City. There, we've been hearing the same thing. They aren't as aren't as good as what they wanted, but well, he but
0: he also said he was pulling out 270. Yeah, from his own for field. for us, we can't complain one bit. Oh man, yep. Oh man, and you know what? One, one unique thing about his operation is he also has that custom application business, mm-hmm. and he's proving, you know, with, with yields like that, he's proving that he can come up with a solution to high nutrient prices through the application of manure. Yep. I just find that amazing because this year, more than many, we have seen the the exposure of these farmers to these nutrient prices, and to see farmers coming back with innovative solutions to, to give themselves some insulation against that. Uh, probably doesn't hurt the bottom line too much. That's exactly right. So now you just put him in a new Fint.
1: Yeah, yep, yep. He just switched over to a ten forty two Fint You're out of the out of the mass. He's needed to go to a bigger tractor to pull a bigger tank there they're running into his dad's getting older and they're slowing down and so to pick up the slack they're gonna a little bit bigger tank bigger tractor and then the plan is hopefully sounds like here he's gonna jump to the biggest tank they make and we'll jump him to a
0: 1050 next well, and there really is no better train uh tractor for a hauler nope that's a, it's a perfect match so so why is that i mean we hear obviously the fent has fantastic creature comforts but it also has some real safety on the road and use it. Why? Why do the haulers just? They want a Fent and nothing else.
1: My, my guys, like I said, the the comfort, the creature features, um, the fuel efficiency with the transmission, um, just the reliability of the product. And then the other thing is, is the three-year uh vent goldstein you know that that's huge for them there three years that it's all covered all maintenance all warranty they don't got to worry about it there so basically what we do for a lot of guys is you sell you lease it to them so that way they they know everything for that you do a three-year lease it's all covered there they know their
0: fixed cost for three years and you will test a tractor hauling manure oh yeah yep it's is, it's not made for an average tractor
1: nope it, it puts it through its paces
0: you, th- you think that that we're as we're seeing this as a solution for nutrients for the people that do have access to manure, that it could play a bigger role in the future, uh giving these guys insulation for those prices. You think that may happen? Oh, definitely.
1: Yep, yep. Like I said, the f- further we go, you know, we talked about it with Trevor there. It, like I said, there's less and less guys out there raising hogs there, and it's going to become you know a problem we're going to see. You know, it's going to have to you know get more guys into it to cover that. I guess would be a good way to put.
0: Well, it seems to have a lot of the right things going for it. The it's domestic grain consumption. It's uh, produces a nutrient useful for the ground, uh, and it and it produces a fantastic uh, protein source. Yep. I mean, I, I, uh, for anybody uh, who hasn't had a good Iowa pork chop, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. And don't don't assume that the pork chop you you got somewhere else is really the way a pork chop can be done, because it can be done. Uh, extra special daiki won't shut up about iowa pork chops (laughs) you know he's got that traeger and he goes out there with oh and he talks about his pork chops and he's not wrong he's not wrong a good iowa pork chop is something to behold so you know we're going into the end of this season and we know that there's going to be some restraint on machinery that's available uh is is upgrading a solution for for a lot of guys going in and doing some upgrades on their products or, or you know giving it a good once-over with service to get it rip-roaring ready to go for next year
1: I've got guys that want to upgrade but we're trying to get them the machines to upgrade so we're having to uh, cover them you know uh, we ran into it with harvest here we you know we couldn't get some combines for guys here and they came in halfway through harvest so they're running their old machines so what we did is we Ate, ate the parts. I don't know what else to do. They traded that machine to me. They yep. shouldn't be running it. There, it's not their fault that something happens. So we covered them on the on the parts end there. So they went through it, put the parts in, and then when their machine came in, then we swapped them. And then on down the road, we went with it. You know, for getting guys swapped out.
0: You guys always have been uh, strong partners with your producers and every farmer we've gone to visit today. You know, you've known them a long time, and you yep. take their you take their situation very seriously that's uh that's that's need as hard as their job is that's that's needed isn't it
1: yep like that's the only way i know how to make that's how dad and grandpa brought us up and taught us you know like i said put yourself in their shoes and what what would you do you know there so the best way i know is treat them how i want to be treated and you treat your guys right and they come back
0: yeah yeah knowing that knowing getting in their business knowing their business though i will say that before we went in the hog barn i kind of had wished I would have bought some, bought some of those muck boots that you had. <laughs> you know, I was going through you. You know, you have a, you have an excellent showroom, and I was going through, and I was like, you know. And back home, I got a brand new pair of Tingleys, and I was like, you know, it's not going to rain, and I, I don't think we're going to be doing manure stuff, so I, I'm just not even going to take up the room in the car. Yep. And leave my team And sure enough. Sure enough. Yeah, I know, we are.
1: I know when you said, let's go check out the pigs, I thought, I don't know if he knows what he's getting into.
0: <laughs> you, you know, you know, I being, being from down south, I don't know pigs as well as I know chicken. Yep. And I can tell you that one time we put out chicken litter on our fields, and it was my job to <laughs> load the litter into the spreader, okay. and I thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> and I had on just an old pair of of uh of leather georgia boots and that smelled never nope ever ever leaves
1: it finds a way to uh to cut, not, oh not come out goodness. there and i know when we were in there trevor said yeah, at least they're little pigs you know they don't smell as bad as the big ones
0: well <laughs> so th-
1: th- this shouldn't be so bad <laughs> no i'll take
0: i'll take pigs over chicken yep and uh and cow cows just smell like money mm-hmm. that's just money <laughs> i tell my wife she says uh what type of type of cheese do you want me to pick up at the store i said i want one that smells like the feed lot. that's what oh, i want oh, oh. oh yeah i like my cheese nice and skanky uh, i want to have the i want it to, you know what i want to smell like silage oh. how do you not like the smell of silage oh i, I don't mind that i just don't want to eat, eat the cheese that smells like that. <laughs> the cows eat the silage they must think it's delicious uh, <laughs> uh, i don't know oh yeah go down to the <laughs> go down to the grocery store and get a Camembert. burt and it and it really does smell like it's just it's just the cheese version of corn silage (laughs) there's no better (laughs) so we've 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 seen some some good prices this year uh farmers are going to be looking to buy what are you going to sell them
1: we've been pre-selling you know pushing the pre-sale okay just like anything else i don't know really what else you can do um guys are only trading unless you have the exact thing they need anymore it seems yeah like. and, I, and i can't blame them um we're in the planters sa- we're are in the so same
0: customized boat. these days i mean they're 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 basically custom built yep
1: yep so like you can't just really go swap you know pairs for apple you know we were we were doing that before but anymore it's pretty much i need this and i need that and it's got to be perfect to make that trade happen you know otherwise guys are hanging on to it because they know they're gonna sell the thing
0: yeah yeah, now, now tell me this, best trade they can make for the performance of the farm in the future, is it typically the planter?
1: Oh, uh, d- planter, uh, it depends how guys look at it. Some guys look at it that way, your planter, because you know that's what's going in the ground coming up. Other guys look at it, I barely use that planter and I've got an old 12-er that's worked great, haven't had any problems with there, so they're looking at the most use. So tractor, You know, it, it really depends on the customer. Yeah. I, I've seen both there. I, I've seen it your side where guys, I get that, but I've also had those same guys who don't think that way and say my best yield I ever had was with an old 1996 row, you know, planter. So I didn't need all this precision. You know, I think it depends on the on the customer.
0: Well, you you know you have you have a uh, an interesting selection of custom custom harvesters or custom farmers. Yeah. Yep. And uh, what what is how is that part of your business and and what is the difference in serving them because they are they are a different type of operation.
1: Uh, like I said, depends on the guy. Um, some guys are straight uh, cash crops. You know, they're corn and beans, that's it. They don't have any livestock or anything else. Um, then you go to the next guy who's got hogs, cattle, corn, bean. you know, um, I, it, I guess for serving them wise, uh, it seems like the guys with everything, you know, uh, they're a little more sp- You know, pressed for time. Yeah. You know, between getting chores done, getting everything out, trying to get to the field in time. Um, Those are the guys we're seeing later at night. You know, getting their parts and and trying to keep them going. Where uh, my guys, who are my, I mean, cash crop, they're they're the same. They want to get done as fast as they can, but they've got a little more room to wiggle, wiggle room, I should say, because they're not messing with all the livestock and everything else. If that makes
0: sense. Are your custom farmers a lot of times your fent farmers?
1: uh yes and no but it's both there um i wouldn't say just that my my manure haulers yes that's mostly my fan guys at, yeah but yes yeah but uh but i've got some other guys you know they're running massey's for them and stuff yep.
0: and yep those new that new generation of massey's is incredibly impressive i mean the offense is tremendous but that new massey s is starting to close that gap
1: yep yep it's going to make a big difference i think there for for level of what you know how, how much Creature features you want or versus how little you want, you know, and that'll help gauge that price point, that price gap too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get a Fent Design CBT, you know, you're getting you're, it, it's, it really is for people who haven't been in a Massey in the past three years to, to get in one of these new ones, they are incredibly impressive. And these, and these smaller ones have tremendous capability around the yard. If you are doing livestock yep. or, or, you know, you go small to the really small ones, and you have an ability to uh to keep up yards and it might personally i've got a little gc we dig in little waterway stuff and things like that and i uh, run an auger on it put fence posts down and all very very uh capable tractors yeah,
1: versatile yep very good. versatile capable well, you know, driver, well you know i
0: i almost never say versatile. oh that's true yeah the... <laughs> i don't want to I don't confusing. want to call. I don't want to call your Massey versatile. Yep, so. Yeah, it's
1: a versatile brand, I should say. You'll hear me.
0: You'll hear me pause because my brain wants to say versatile, and I yep. say, "Uh, it's capable." You think someone will come out with a, a brand of tractor called Capable? Never know. I mean, dumber I dumber things have happened. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I don't know how, how much. Trustworthiness, the the capable tractor. It's just enough. Yeah, Yeah. it's just
0: we'll we'll get you through harvest and no more. Yep, that's what it comes to. mind it's capable. You know, and if you don't like that one, we have our new brand called Adequate. Yep. (laughs) Do you have a lot of dairies in this area? Not really. We've got a couple just
1: around us. They're big dairies, but I don't there. They they've all went by. I'd say. Late '80s, early '90s, a lot of the dairies went out. You know, they couldn't compete with the big stuff, and they kind of ran them out. But there's a big one actually, where we right by Harlan, by Kirkman. There, there's a big dairy there. um, There, but it's it's all self-contained. You know.
0: Yeah. Yep. As they as they have tended to be over the years, it's no longer a family doing 200 head.
1: Yep. My last guy I sold to that had a dairy that I can think of. He was down south by red oak there i sold them some hay equipment it was my last guy that had a true blue family run dairy you know and i haven't seen him it's probably been four years since i talked to him there so who a lot of things can happen in four years you know now
0: now yeah. you do have a, an interesting hay business mm-hmm. so tell me about your hay business because i mean this is prime corn and bean country as good as it gets um what is your hay business
1: up here? Yeah, I mean, a lot of, I mean, not, not a ton there. It's enough to keep us busy there. A lot of guys have cattle around here. So that, that's what keeps guys going for my hay business. Around here, a lot of it got ripped out in the early, you know, 07, 08, when everything got really good, but a lot of guys went back to it since stuff slowed down there. Um, but uh, no, we, disc mowers, mower conditioners, um, big square balers, but you know, two to four a year here, there, you know, n- nothing huge, but it's enough to keep us busy. And a lot of guys running the older, like the 47, 55, you remember the old Heston? Mm-hmm. Yep, a lot, lot of guys running those and, yep. Um, but as you see, as we're driving down the road, I mean, the, there's cattle everywhere. And that yeah. that's what
0: keeps us, keeps our hay business busy. Yeah, yeah. What are, You know, when they cow down the corn like that, uh, I guess it, it, there's not a whole lot of nutrition sitting out there. En- enough to keep them. Yeah, yep. keeps them full. Exactly. Doesn't necessarily nutrition, and I guess it comes down to the uh, model of combine and head you're using as yeah. to whether or not they're going to come across. A, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. cob. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see that we're not, we're not going to, for for decency's sake, we're not going to name the tractor that's driving by us here. But uh, <laughs> let's just say these cows look quite content. <laughs> You always, you always know what type of combine a guy has when the cows are delighted to be out there to take down the stalks. <laughs> so a lot of these fields that we're looking at now, um, they're going to get hit with tillage or are they going to leave them?
1: Uh, half and half, I'd say. Um, we're a lot of no-till around here, so a lot of, a lot of guys don't mess with them there.
0: Um, you got these really steep hills. It would be very easy to have a run out of water. If you're if you didn't have something holding it down,
1: yep, yep, and just like I said, we're really big in no-till around here. Um, some guys might go out there hit it hit it with a disc just to knock it down. Um, vertical tills are coming back in for us. We're seeing more guys going out there doing a pass with a vertical till at the end of the year, so then they can go right back in there and with anhydrous and stuff and hit it with that, you know.
0: Now, now, these terraces, I'm assuming, also means a tremendous amount of tile work. Do you work with any of the tile guys?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't work with any, we, we, but we sell the Soilmax tile plows there, um, There, but uh, we've had good luck with them. Um, it seems to be you sell more, they're more of a, that's the word I'm looking for, you're not really a luxury, but I mean it's that's when they're selling when yeah. times are good and stuff's going good. You sell
0: tile plows. It's a good investment.
1: Yes, yep. Yeah. But when stuff gets tighter, and that's when we took them on. We took them on right at the tail end of the last good run, and you don't sell a lot of tile you know pull t- style to tile plows when that happens there. Um, but no, they, uh, more guys are getting into it there. We had a couple of guys that run run them and do it on the side, um, you know, for for something to keep them busy. What tractor are they pulling up? top plow with uh my one's got him on a fent he's got a 1050 fent he pulls it on um because that's a lot of oomph
0: for yes. top plow.
1: yep um the other one um they've they put a massy two massies they chained them together there and did it that way and then i've had a couple guys with big four-wheel drives pulling.
0: Them. yeah yep. yeah that's uh that's excellent so going into the uh the end of the year as your farmers are coming in what are you recommending to them well, you recommend you, you, a couple of lawnmowers. You, you, <laughs> you, want you, go out, you want to go out back and buy that R62 because yep, it's for sale.
1: You bet you there. Um, really, not having to recommend much right now here because guys, you know, guys have had good yields there. Um, my guys are pretty well, most of them are on, they aren't trading just to trade, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they've got a schedule, they've got somewhat of a plan when they want to trade, why, you know, there. So, I really don't have to recommend a lot, you know. Um, but I mean, just like anything else, they're coming in for, for taxes there, um, yeah. getting out of combines. Um, we've got some tractors pre-sold, um, planters, have got a couple of, of combines
0: sitting up on the hill, but are those waiting for service? Yeah. Yep. What, and that's an important point that we need to bring up is that, uh, get your stuff in for, get your, get your place in line early for service and not just the combine, get the planter in there, mm-hmm. wait, do something more than two weeks before planting. yep hey lane i need to get you to come look at my planter and my depth oh, okay when are you gonna plant two weeks
1: (laughs) yep we've actually already got four or five guys' machines in they finished up and they're sitting there waiting that's brilliant yep and i think that's great we we encourage it i understand why guys don't you get done with harvest you just want to put the thing away and just take a break but then it sets in the shed you forget about it All of a sudden, the next thing you know, it's April, and then all of a sudden, you get through planting, oh, we'll get it in there, and then the next thing you know, it's August, and oh, crap, we haven't got the combine
0: yet. if they get it to you, there's and and the thing is, is that, hey, if you have to spend money for tax prices, you could do worse things than some of the service, and if you get in line early, you might get it done by the end of the year, depending on what you do, and uh, no, the system works better if the techs know what their winter is gonna look like and which machines they need to get to when, they can start ordering parts. You guys do certain programs to incentivize customers to come in.
1: Yeah, we have like a fall harvest days there, you know, where it's 10% off all your parts, you know, in stock parts that I've got here. And then we let guys call in and get lists together there. And we do the same thing in spring. Yeah. It's just a good reason to get them in, you know, be thinking about that there. And we try to do that a month and a half, two months for harvest, you know, to get it out there just so guys, be thinking about that so if they need something coming and get it, it
0: yeah out there yep that's that's fantastic and it, and it does go without saying one thing every time i'm at the dealership in erwin that i'm so impressed with is your hardware selection <laughs> like there's stuff in there you can you can come in and get an engine or you can get a toilet plunger yep the <laughs> otherwise you got gonna drive 30 minutes you know to or just a little piddly
1: stuff you don't think about, well, you know.
0: When I remember you telling me that years ago, you're like, you know, we stock that because they want to have it close. Yep. And that's the, that's that mindset that is so Robinson Implement is, is like, you know what? If you need it, we'll find a way to do it. Yep. And and it helps out the community too, you know, it saves the people
1: locally too, you know, it's not a huge you know but at least they can come up and get some stuff and you know instead of like i'm just like anyone else no one likes to run 30 minutes if you don't have to you know if
0: you need a toilet plunger it could be huge
1: yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs)
0: lane robinson robinson implement a uh wonderful wonderful family-owned dealership here in iowa lane thanks for being on the program
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: i hope you enjoyed today's show i know i did I also hope you'll keep tuning in for more insight, discussion, maybe a few laughs. And if you'd like to join us on the program and tell us about your harvest, just send us a message by connecting with us on social media. The Harvest Trail Podcast is a production of Agricultural Dealers United and brought to you by some of the best dealers in the business. You can find previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform or at theharvesttrailpodcast.com. The show's produced by Rich Williams, and I'm your host, Jeff Michaels until next time may your bends overflow and the fuel bill stay reasonable may the bean dust stay on the outside of the cab and the stalks stay out of the tires and may someone else have to blow out the radiator have a great safe enjoyable and bountiful harvest from all of your friends right here at the harvest trail podcast